Welcome to Ethan on Action. I'm your host, Ethan Bowden, joined here by Peter. Spider Man No Way Home just came out. We saw it together a few days ago, and I just saw it now. Literally, like, I literally just left the theater. <laughs> Should we do, like, a little spoiler warning before yeah, anything? Yeah, I think you really need to for this one. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll put it in the description. Just don't listen to this if you did not watch the movie. So if you're still listening, I'm giving you five seconds in five, four, three, two. Man, what a movie. <laughs> what a movie. Oh, so damn pleasing in every Yeah, we're, we're speechless. We don't even know what to say <laughs> yeah. here. I, like, will... I really want to get your opinion because you saw it for a second time where yes. like all the surprises are gone. And so now you can just see Enjoy it from it. like... <laughs> From like, but also like, just watching it from more of a narrative perspective. And yeah, yeah. The right. I definitely enjoyed it more the second time. Really? Because oh. the first time you're kind of like you. It's just how it is with these event movies, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you have this movie in your head already. Yeah. And you're just trying to anticipate what they're gonna bring out, what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas the second time, I know it's gonna happen, and the second time, I really just enjoyed being around these characters more. Mm-hmm. Specifically, all the Peter Parkers, all the Peters, <sighs> all the Peters. <laughs> I can watch like a ten I know. episode. I just, I just show. want them to like just hang out, like do a sitcom where they're just hanging out all the time. <laughs> Did you connect it with it more because your name's Peter? Obviously, and <laughs> that's you, that's why he's my favorite superhero. <laughs> and your last name also starts with a P. Yeah, PP. 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 <laughs> My goodness. I really want a Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. After. <laughs> I like I I'm, I'm going to kind of jump right to the the end part a little bit. Yeah, that's so. Fine. Um it's it's more the the actual like uh, the mid-credit scene for, oh, with uh, Tom Hardy. With Tom Hardy. So in my mind, I'm thinking I think the positive reception of Andrew Garfield in this movie, because it's, yeah. it's obvious, it's everywhere. Everyone's like, oh, Andrew Garfield, we love him. Yes. Um, I can see Sony bringing him back mm-hmm. and putting him in the Tom Hardy universe. I can see that too. Because they split it up, right? It yeah. feels like Tom Holland and him are not really going to interact. From what I... I, I just because he's disappearing from that yeah, universe. Yeah, we're, we're kind of jumping never, all over. Let's, let's, try to, yeah. let's try to bridge it here. So... Yeah. Let's talk about that. We'll jump right to the ending. Okay. So, how the movie, how this movie ends, seems like they're basically kicking him back to Tom Holland to the Sony universe to me. It's like a reboot. It's literally wiping him out from the MCU. Yeah, it's giving him a clean slate to work with. But I don't see him going into the Sony universe though. Like I think he can. He He can. can. Yeah, they 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 left that wide open for them because they know. Yeah, because they don't know. If all their negotiations fell negotiations fell through, yeah, because they don't know. Because Pascal wants one thing, Marvel wants another thing, Tom Holland wants another thing. Yeah, because Tom Holland seems like he's done. Seems like he's done, but yeah. I, you know, I'm sure he'll come back. But he, it seems like he's done. That that's why I think they're... he's cool with like the whole MCU cameo thing, like how Iron yeah, Man was just yeah. popping it in and out of the movies. But I, what I gathered out of it is, it felt like they were literally wiping him out and kicking him back to the Sonyverse after this. That's mm-hmm. what I got out of it. Now I don't think that's going to happen. No, but I feel like that's a big possibility. They're basically saying, "Oh, he's back in Sony." <laughs> Especially if you watch like after the credits at the very end, it's like. Sony! <laughs> like, okay. Okay, territorial. Yeah, they have to negotiate the big bucks to put that in. Yeah, now, for the whole Tom Hardy, Tom Holland thing, I believe that crossover will happen. I don't think they're separate. 
I think it will happen. I don't think it will. I think it will. Why I say that is, yeah, this movie has this narrative about universe's opening and it's closed for good, quote unquote, for good. <laughs> um, Loki, hello. <laughs> you you got another multiverse movie coming with Doctor Strange. It's yeah. not. They're, they will cross. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. It will yeah. happen. I guess more it's more wishful thinking on my end because I, I really want more Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> that could happen. That could very well happen. So let's let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the different Peters. Yeah. So who's your favorite Spider-Man <laughs> after seeing them all literally together and <laughs> chatting up? It's it's Andrew Garfield. It's it's not even well. It's close, but like not really that close. <laughs> yeah. Um. I just I wish he was in better movies and better directed movies, better written movies. Cause he deserves it. Cause he just, oh my god, his every, his acting choices, everything he does is just so perfect for the Peter role. The thing is, I'm even in his shitty movies. Yeah. I always related to Andrew Garfield Spider-Man the most because mm-hmm. he's the most angsty teen. He's the most relatable. He's very like neurotic, mm-hmm. but at the same time witty. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what Spider-Man always was, mm-hmm. like the witty neurotic guy. Right, kind of like a mixer of Ross and Chandler. <laughs> that's that's my Spider-Man. Yeah, and I know that everybody has their own flavors. Like that's why I never connected with Toby. I never did. Never. He, he always came off as like too awkward. Too me. awkward. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt cringy in in some ways. Yeah, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna yeah. say that line again from the last pod. You're the one that's out, Gobby, out of your mind. <laughs> It's like from Batman, the 60s series. I know, but that's from the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I was... It's not that I don't... I, I know certain people have that certain taste for Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. my parents like to- Toby. They mm-hmm. like that, that wholesomeness. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about that a bit. So, clearly, they were trying to... Well, they are differentiated in their acting styles. Yeah. So, Tom Holland is the awkward teen, naive, young... Um, Andrew Garfield is the neurotic, sad one <laughs> who knows he's the worst or least favorite. And Toby's the wholesome one. Yeah. Like, d- did you get that sense of wholesomeness from, from this movie? Like, I, it felt in some ways like he was really f- forcing the, the wholesomeness. Like, like, I think the movie was forcing it maybe, on us because maybe, yeah. I, on second watch, when he's walk when he walks through that portal, and even uh, Ned's mom's like, hi. And he's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts on Toby is because we know so much of his personal him. life. <laughs> <laughs> we know that he's a dick. Which is, game. <laughs> which is fine. He can do whatever. I mean, I'd probably be a dick if I was Toby McGuire too, if I was that <laughs> successful. So when I see him in this movie, I, and the way he's smiling and very rarely blinking, he comes off as like a serial killer. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got that. He's got that to me. That vibe. Yeah, in a funny way. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like that the part where Ned asks him, "Hey, uh, do you have a best friend?" And he's not. He doesn't even blink. He's like, "I did. I held him as he died after he tried to kill me. It was really something. What did he say at the end? It was really sad." Or <laughs> yeah. it's funny. Like listening to the audience of that. Like everyone's laughing at that scene where he's like kind of burying his soul about yeah. how his friend died. It's kind but of it's also because like Toby's like, cause it, because it's Toby delivering those lines. It's like, you kind of want to have to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like cringy. <laughs> yeah, Not cringy, yeah. but it, it was funny. It's awkward. Yeah. It's very awkward, yeah. but very funny 
And especially uh, the, when they let the camera hold on that shot and the next shot where Ned just awkwardly walks towards Tom Holland and he just holds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't want, I can't stop talking about Andrew Garfield. <laughs> that face he makes when he cap- captures. MJ. Oh my God. That probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Okay. Him catching. Yeah. The, the, his redemption basically. Yeah. How he cries. But bit. yeah, his just his, oh, his the way he's acted, the way he plays that scene off. Once she's asked him, like, "Are you okay?" and like, "Oh man, like, yeah," <laughs> <laughs> you can feel like all that pain rushing through him. <laughs> now that whole part where um where Tom Holland's like, "I don't want to break, but I will." I was in the Avengers. They're like, "That's great." What's that? <laughs> Are you in a band? <laughs> and then that they, then that shot on Toby when he's like, "How is this helping?" <laughs> That part at legit frightened me because uh, to me that was like the real Toby. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> did you get a rush from them? Uh, like doing their all right, we got to work together, and then that right, right from there, running them, running out, swinging all together, landing. Yes, like that. How was that's that, one of those like Avenger Endgame Infinity thing. moments kind of. Yeah, that was probably like I enjoyed that moment more than Avengers Assemble and Endgame personally. Really? Eh? Yeah. But that's only because it's Spider Man. Yeah. Is it weird how Spider-Man alone can have an Endgame-like movie without all those other characters? Yeah, that's crazy. And it's just as good, if not better. Well, I don't, I don't want to. It's there's recency but bias. It, I just it's, it's also like it's got that long over a long time period buildup as well for us because right. like these movies came out when we were like still in high school, right? Yeah. So it's got that like twenty year or sixteen year or whatever. Yeah, it's a bit of a right? cheat code. Yeah. Um, I notice well. The thing, they Marvel MCU movies have figured out the third movie. Because remember before, the third movie always sucked no matter what you did. <laughs> yep. Well, other than Iron Man 3, every third movie has been a team-up movie. Mm-hmm. Every te- It's either a team-up or an event. And that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. So Thor Ragnarok, you got Hulk in there, team-up. Ah, Thor, yeah. Um, what's the next one? Oh, Captain America. Captain Civil America, War. Civil War. <laughs> it's basically, yeah, that's basically an Avengers movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then now you got this, which is... Freaking yeah. Iron Man three is the only one that didn't really do it, but I, it, I nah. <laughs> well, that was kind of like the first of the third movie, right? Mm-hmm. So they haven't figured it out yet yeah. at that point. Yeah. So it's a bit of a cheat code. So that's why it's it's kind of difficult to say how good this movie really is because it's there's like a double cheat code on here. Mm-hmm. It's an event movie, and it's also built on the backs of all those other movies previously. You know. Mm-hmm. So when we get to rankings, I'll I'll try to figure out and decide at that point. Mm-hmm. But next up, let's talk villains. Let's do it. Green Goblin. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. They made him so powerful. And so powerful. So scary. Like, Defoe, man. He, just when he turns that voice on, like, you think it um it wouldn't work in this day and age? Because it, it was very much of its age when it first came out. And then he's, you know, going over the top with it. But it still fits so well. <laughs> And also they made him, like, I don't understand the power scales, but he's, like, really strong. Yeah. <laughs> a little injection, really. <laughs> really powered him up. He's, like, stronger than, like, especially that part where he fights to- uh, Toby, Tom, yeah. and he keeps punching him, and he, like, turns, and he yeah. keeps smiling. And he's just laughing. He's, yeah. like, laughing, cackling. <laughs> and and I then he power bombs him through the fucking floor after. I gotta yeah. say, when it comes to hand-to-hand fighting for Spider-Man, this is the best movie mm-hmm. for hand-to-hand fighting. Okay. Because yeah. every other movie is like, even the train, you know, it's mostly CGI, this and that, yeah. right? But when it comes to creativity and physicality of yeah. just Spider Man himself, yeah. 
It's the best one. Yeah, especially in that building sequence. I, I really felt that. Yeah. The ending sequence, it was good as well, but there, uh, the cutting of it was just a little too jarring because they, they were doing those quick cuts. It wasn't that bad. I really watched it tonight. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Well, from what I remember from my first view, is it, it was a lot of cutting. So. Uh, compared to like Civil War, <laughs> it's a lot better. <laughs> it's much better. And also, um, I noticed going into the movie and on rewatch, Tom Holland has like a stance now. Like he legit has like a Spider-Man stance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a half horse, half lunge stance. And his hand <laughs> goes up like this. <laughs> That's how he differentiates himself from all the other ones. I don't think he did in the other movies. Okay. Like this one. I'll do it. You know. <laughs> There's no video this time. Yeah. You know. That's that stance. It's like a million, It's like a little kung fu horse stance thing. All right. Maybe we should take a picture for the gray letter. <laughs> well, if anyone ever watched the Jet Li Wong Fei Hung movies, it's like Wong Fei Hung stance, but with one hand instead yeah. of two. It's pretty interesting. Fight-wise, action-wise, was there anyone that actually... Actually, let's talk about the other villains a little bit. Okay. Did any other villains stand out to you? Um... No, not really. really? Um, like, so Jamie Fox has his moments, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's ja- <laughs> I felt like it. I felt it was just they remade him into just Jamie Fox. Pretty much. It wasn't really Electro. It was Jamie Fox. It wasn't Max. <laughs> it wasn't Max. It wasn't. You need me. You need me. <laughs> it's Jamie Fox throwing off like quips and yeah, one-liners here yeah. and there. I loved it. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I love Jamie Foxx, but, you know. Especially that line. It it wasn't the same character at all. Remember his exchange with Sandman? How he's like, oh, yeah, I fell into a vat of electric eels. He's like, yeah, I fell into Collider. He's like, yeah, watch where you fall. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be careful where you fall. He's got a lot of great one-liners, but it's not really Electro. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But whatever. Like, the the first Electro wasn't exactly great or memorable or well-written. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) (laughs) That's why, like, in this movie, there's like... Just make Jamie Foxx Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Doc Ock. He, uh, you know, he had a little bit of an arc, you know, obviously starting off evil as he was Spider-Man 2. And, you know, you get that hero Doc Ock at the end, which in the comic books that he has like that kind of little bit of a hero arc or kind of because right? he takes over Spider-Man's body. Yeah. He yeah. becomes Spider-Man. Something like that. Something weird. Yeah. I really liked Doc Ock. Um, when he saw when he came face to face with Toby at the end, mm-hmm. I was hoping they hugged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just, that was a really tender moment. Yeah, I was like, just fucking hug, <laughs> just do it. And the, I'm pretty sure they like CGI items just to make him look younger for the like. I thought it was pretty Maybe? seamless if they did because I've heard that they they had to kind of do that. Maybe, a little bit. but they both look good. Him and Willem Dafoe have maintained their looks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. surprisingly because they're both in like what their seventies now. Yeah. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, we got the uh, Lizard Electro. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Lizard. Sandman. Sandman. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lizard, you know, he's just there. He's he's always been <laughs> bottom rung as far as all the Spidey villains. Or but I love how they, like, joked around about that. How he's like, I can fix it. He's like, how? <laughs> Turn me into Lizard? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't understand why they kept him in the truck. What? Well, well, like, was that supposed to, like, keep him in? Because he obviously broke out very easily. No, that was his idea. He decided to stay in the truck But then some he just got out very easily. No, he wasn't locked up. He just wanted to hang out on the truck. Okay. <laughs> because I, I, my understanding... I must that, yeah. My understanding is that he just wanted um, to be on the outside in case something were to go wrong so he's not trapped in the building. 
Because when shit did go wrong, he basically just ran out of the truck, grabbed Peter, threw him in, and ran away. Okay. So I, I think that's what it was. Because remember, he was like, this is the consequences, Peter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandman, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them <laughs> were there, there obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and did you notice that it was like stock footage for for both of them at the end when they when they were quote-unquote cured? Was it? Yeah, it was the same footage from their previous movies. Really? Okay, I didn't yeah. notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Like wow. the part where Sandman is cured and he looks at his hand, that's the same part from the Sandman fight in Spider-Man 3 when he gets his hand in the water. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, my hand! It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they lend their voices, so it's not as awkward. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, was there any characters from the other universes that you wish, like, did make a cameo or, like, showed up here? Hmm. Like Franco? Um, canceled Franco? <laughs> canceled Franco? <laughs> Would yeah. you rather have him or... Dave like, DeHaan? Not thinking about their personal lives and all that other stuff? Like, who would you rather have? Probably Dave DeHaan. I didn't really care for Os- Harry Osborn, to be honest. No, not really. Never really liked it, yeah. his arc. Found it kind of draggy a little bit. <laughs> Having Mary Jane would have been cool, because apparently they were scheduled. They just... Like Kirsten Dunst? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently her oh, and Emma cool. Stone were both like scheduled. Emma Stone? Oh, my God. Yeah. They brought her back? <laughs> yeah. And they just... her and Andrew? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been done before. I mean, look at Spider-Man 3, or 2 and 3. That's after Toby and um, Kirsten had broken up. Mm-hmm. Now, that part at the end where Strange is kind of like putting everything together, and you see all, all the people in the Couple, sky. A couple, yeah. Little cameos. Yeah. I was able to spot... Craven the Hunter. Yeah, with the spear. Scorpion. Right? Either Scorpion or the Spider Slayer, like the machine. And also Rhino. Rhino's obvious, yeah. <laughs> Don't lie, you didn't see anybody. <laughs> when we left the theater, you're like, so who were those people? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see Rhino. <laughs> I was like, Rhino! You're like, oh, sure. Uh, Rhino's obvious, man. It was sure. obvious. Uh, no, you... Everyone saw it. Don't lie. You were like, so who was in the I sky? I didn't glasses. Who was in the sky? <laughs> Okay, let's talk about John Watts, the director himself. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about him as director of all three movies now, now that we've seen his complete arc? Um, I thought, I don't know how much he has to do with this, but like Peter's arc, I thought was actually really well. Now that you've seen him go into real full Spider-Man now, because mm-hmm. this is like where he is where... Peter Parker from uh, Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield, where they kind of a little bit of like started off as where they, they had that big loss and they're like that grown into the man and whatever. But we've, we've had like a, a much we've, he started as a kid really. And you've seen him grow and everything like that. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the story. I was talking about the directing style. I don't know. Like direct like visually, visually. I don't know. You, you just don't know. No, I don't know. There's a very Marvel-y everything cookie cutter thing to it. I actually felt this one was a lot different from the other ones. Okay. First off, he was able to do like a wonder, a few wonders actually, but the, yeah, the initial the uh, apartment sequence yeah. when they were like, yeah, I was like, Oh shit. They actually let him like do some shit. Mm-hmm. There's that. Um, a little bit of the, a little bit of the Doctor Strange stuff. I don't know like how much he had input on that, but the one scene that really stood out for me, and um, I'm gonna say it right now, it's my favorite scene in the movie, and I I legit had chills second time watching, even though I know what's gonna happen. 
but it was just so well done is when they were all in um, Happy Hogan's apartment and um, after they cured Dodok and Peter, Peter is like Peter Tingle went off and he was trying to decide like who, what's going on, what's wrong. And the camera just kind of follows him. Oh yeah. And it's all okay. intense and everybody's looking at each other. Then he webs Goblin and then you see May, uh, May all like scared and Peter's like signaling her to run. So well done. Mm. Like, so well done. Because this his first movie was a horror movie. John Watts. He's a horror movie director. Okay. And that scene alone was like a mini movie in itself. Mm. And I found it so frightening. Mm. So frightening. Only because, like, I knew what was going to happen next, which is basically Goblin rampaging. <laughs> yeah. So that was... Honestly, like, I never really noticed his directorial style throughout any of the movies, but that was, it was just this one where I noticed. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Because this is kind of like the, his, uh, the Russo Brothers' Civil War. Was that their first movie? I can't remember. No, no it was what the soldier. soldier was. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, this is kind of like, he's stepping up to Russo Brothers' level. Yeah. Because they, they put their imprint right away with Winter Soldier. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So... Well, in a way, he did put his input. We just didn't want to accept it because I, f- I felt like I could. I wanted to compare him to like Peyton Reed for all the Ant-Man movies for the first two, like where it's just like you know, it felt like there there wasn't really, it it's it just an MCU style kind of thing. So yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. I I didn't notice it as much. I'll probably notice it more on my second viewing. Well, that's part of the reason why yeah. I love Homecoming so much because it felt different. Because I remember. Before he even made the movie, when they announced him as director, all he said from the start, I want to make a John Hughes high school movie. Mm. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, shit, it is. It's mm. like fluffy. It's fun. But then shit gets real. You know, it's like it's basically Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. but with superhero powers. So that's why that's why I hold Homecoming in like super high regard in all the Spider-Man movies. I think it's fucking amazing. It's like watching opera to me. Okay. All right, next up, let's uh, rank the all Spider-Man movies now that we've seen them. All of them? <laughs> all of them. Let's start from the Can top we, this time. Are we talking about animated too now? Or? No. <laughs> uh, no. No Spider-Verse. No, Spider-Verse is better than all these, but, but no, we can't do that. <laughs> okay. Because it's animated. It's different. <laughs> the rules are different. Fine. It's totally different. It's just not fair. Well, let's rank them from the top. So we all both agree it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man yep. Still number two. Yeah. Or still number one, sorry. Yep. What do you have for number two? <sighs> number two I I think I will go with No Way Home here okay I've only seen it once so I I, I have a recency bias to it yeah um, it's got so many crowd pleasing moments that just like it, it's hard not to because it, it was a great like theater going experience as well so okay yeah I gotta put it at number two for now but I'm pretty sure that might change if I watch it a couple more times okay I'm going to go with Homecoming for number two. Okay. Because I still hold that. In, it's just... It's harder to make a good one-off Spider-Man movie. Especially an... Or, not origin movie, but the first of many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do that versus making No Way Home. I'm not saying No Way Home was easy to make by any ch- stretch of the imagination. What I'm saying is No Way Home has the background of all those movies and it's dependent on those movies for it to be what it is yeah whereas homecoming is it's its own piece of narrative mm-hmm. that is so like fabulous mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go with that okay yeah homecoming number three for me just everything you mentioned but like also like the i really love the opening 
of Homecoming, just the, his home video stuff, and then it's got the the best scene overall. Well, which one? I, oh, I, now uh, now I gotta now I gotta like re uh, rethink it, but it's still like up there probably. But uh, Michael Keaton car ride with uh with um, Peter Parker. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So number three for me. Uh, this is gonna be kind of weird because it was so like low on my first thing. Are you saying Amazing Spider-Man too? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm saying the first Raimi Spider-Man, first one. Okay. Because I'll be honest, I don't really enjoy this movie, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make it a bad movie by any stretch of it. it. It's a good movie. I, me personally, I don't really like throwing it on. <laughs> it's just not. I don't feel it. I didn't enjoy it on my rewatch, mm-hmm. but I have to give it the respect it deserves because it was the first. It arguably is the one that uh, created the modern superhero movie, even though I think it's Blade personally. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I Let's review Blade. that next. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> but most people will say a lot of movies are, they take the first Sam Raimi uh, superhero model and they kind of go from there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it the, the respect it deserves. And plus, after watching No Way Home, it made me appreciate the first Raimi Spider-Man so much more, even though I, you know... I, I still think it's aged per- personally well, but it deserves to be number three. Just like how Iron Man 2008 deserves to be in the top three or four of MCU movies. I see what you're saying, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's the launching pad yeah. for everything yeah, so, that came after. So you got to put it there. So, yeah. 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 It's like playing. It's like Super Mario Brothers, the first one on Nintendo. You know? Yeah. It's not that great of a game, but it's the launching pad. That's right. <laughs> what do you got for four? Ah, uh, four. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, so four, I I would put one here. Spider Man one, Sam Raimi. Um, yeah, this is. I was in high school. This is like mind blowing for me. Like I couldn't believe this was on the screen. So mm-hmm. I got to put it at number one here. Okay, number one or number four? Oh, sorry, number, number four. four. Okay, yeah. <laughs> number four for me, I will put No Way Home. Just it's No Way Home. <laughs> it's a fantastic viewing experience. It's like poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. It's just a total event movie that we'll talk about for years, yeah. and it'll be compared to Endgame. When you, when you were watching it today, was it the whole like crowd reaction, like screaming yeah. kind of thing again? Not as much as the first one because yeah. I found that really annoying. <laughs> it was still there a little bit. Yeah, still there. Yeah. Um, okay, so number five. What do you got for five? <sighs> five. What have I not named yet? So Spider Man Three, amazing, the Amazing, amazing Spider Man, Spider Man, Amazing, uh, yeah. Um, I'll put Amazing Spider-Man here. <laughs> okay. Uh, only because of just they really nailed the Gwen and Andrew relationship. Just everything to do with that. That that chemistry just really like jumps off the screen. And obviously they were you know whatever at the time. Um, they were banging. And just Andrew Garfield. I just I love him as Spider-Man. I. I remember the first time we, we kind of talked about it, I, I he came off sometimes as a bully to me mm-hmm. like like he was too cool for the role sometimes but watching no way out and then watching this or like rethinking about it is like oh I just really wish he had like a better script and everything to work with mm-hmm. yeah yeah I would agree um, my number five will also be it makes experiment yep and then by default the next one would be. I'm putting Spider-Man three next. Spider-Man three. <laughs> I, I, I on rewatch, I really enjoyed it as like an action movie, yeah, like it, an eighties action, action movie, movie where like yeah. you you turn your brain off, yeah, and you just watch it for the spectacle of it. Right. 
I like that part of it. Uh, like as a narrative is like really god off really terrible literally everything you said but it makes spider-man 2 is next for me <laughs> basically whatever you said just applied to that movie okay <laughs> and and then it's kind of but it's got that it. theme though electro theme <laughs> yeah that's yeah. why and then i guess for me would be spider-man 3 last did we miss one no i don't know that's I, it. I think we that's covered all, it all. Them, right yeah okay yeah all right and then it makes spider-man 2 last for you yeah all right Cool. Now, next up, this is going to be a bit tricky because you got to think a little bit more. So, again, this is off the cuff. Nothing's official here. <laughs> um, probably will change by time I wake up tomorrow after Are you drinking about some like bourbon. Top action scenes or something? Or? Uh, maybe I should do that. But no, <laughs> let's talk about where does it rank in MCU movies? Oh, shit. It's hard. Um, easily top 10. I don't think it makes my top five. Yeah, that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking maybe, like, six. <laughs> like, it's, number six. It's, it's definitely... The, I can't even say top half, because top that would mean to make it top five. But, um, yeah, six, six, seven, eight-ish. Um, as far as, like, crowd-pleasing, or, like, just, like, really hitting those spots, um, as far as making you cheer, and, and like, you know... Right. Uh, like, it's got a lot of those moments. But, it, it, in a way, it also felt like like so meta like like right. they're almost like talking to you like because like the characters literally are commenting in their own movies and their own lives yeah my and back <laughs> my back yeah. so like it, in that aspect of it it was like it was like almost like too that's what makes it hard to rank yeah right yeah. it's like are you looking at it from a crowd pleasing perspective yeah, or are you looking it, at it as a narrative yeah it just feels like a fan that's writing yeah, the it story does. really it does yeah i I guess the the movie MCU movie that I would say it kind of compares with most mm -hmm. to me would be Civil War. Okay, because despite all the meta stuff, it has a pretty damn good narrative arc here. Because mm -hmm. it's it's about Peter literally growing up. Because he at first he's like selfish, he's worried about getting into college, his friend, <laughs> you know. Then eventually he learns to sacrifice everything to save the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. After on the first time I watched it, I felt Civil War was better, but on rewatch, I I think this tips Civil War just a bit. Hmm. Okay. That's what I think. Okay, and that's from like a narrative pers narrative perspective. perspective. And okay. um, action wise, I think Civil War would have it action. Yeah, but <sighs> Civil War's action is not really film like the hand to hand stuff. It's really? not film. I that thought well. it was pretty well. I think it's pretty bad to be honest with you. Okay. Like the actual cutting, they they resort to the boring stuff when they actually but when it's the CGI stuff, it's great. Hmm. I yeah, I I think this one edges it up, but again, my opinion can easily change. Yeah. The next day. Civil War, your opinion changes every day is like top 5. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. here's the thing that never changes. Civil War is the one I always throw on. Yeah, if I'm bored, it's so rewatchable. Yeah, 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 it's the most rewatchable of the MC movies. It's like I'm yeah. bored. I want to throw on. I want to watch <laughs> MC, but I don't want to sit through the entire narrative. I just yeah. want to dip in and out. Yeah, Civil War, and I feel like this. That's how I'm going to shoot No Way Home. Mm -hmm. Like I'm probably not going to sit through the whole thing. I'm I'm going to be like, yo, let's watch this scene. Let's watch this. Scene. Let's see Aunt May and all of her sexy outfits. I mean, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> She's dead. How do you, How do you feel about her dying? Like, I'm okay with it. You're okay with it. Yeah, because it, it really – How did you feel it was, like, clunky, the way they kind of tied it in the, the whole – No, I thought it was Power, smooth. responsibility kind of thing. I thought it was pretty smooth. The only thing that I was bothered with was 
prior to her death mm-hmm. and her basically becoming the Uncle Ben of this universe. Um, in my mind, um, Uncle Ben was Joe Pesci. <laughs> my cousin Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I got a problem with. Because that was like my own little theory in my head. And all and I saw it on oh God. and I saw it in IG you too. Imagine him as Uncle yeah. Ben. It's like yeah. The so, best Uncle Ben ever. That was the only thing I, that I was kinda like <laughs> Motherfucker <laughs> Damn it. They took that away from me. They took it away. Joe Pesci as Uncle Oh my God. Let's make that happen. How do we make that happen? <laughs> but, yeah. I I will admit I did cry a few times. Even tonight oh. when I saw it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's yeah there's some. Which parts did you cry at? Um, Tom Holland's acting of Aunt May dying, right? The way he's like, just talk to me, talk to me, like wake up, like what are you? Like he's like, yeah, was, that was heartbreaking. Um, and the Andrew Garfield part saving MJ that that was that mm-hmm. brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, definitely Aunt May's death. Mm-hmm. I I cried. Or teared. Mm-hmm. And then when they met up, when the Spider-Man found Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield does his little monologue, <sighs> I was like, I, can't, I stopped pulling my punches. <laughs> and he gets all that sad face. I, I like got a yeah. tear. Like, I got I, bitter. <laughs> yeah, I got bitter. I don't want you to become like me. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I was telling my buddy when we watched this uh, just – just now <laughs> the one when, when toby goes next and he's talking about how he killed uh uncle ben's killer i i was expecting him to say um the same stuff that val Kilmer said in batman forever it's like that didn't do anything that didn't heal me then i found another and another and because <laughs> really toby's got the highest kill count of all these guys yeah so like when they brought him back so this is like really aged Toby, like that's in this movie technically, right? Yeah. Like he's he's got years of experience. He's fought many villains then at this point, right? There's, it does open up a lot of like questions, <laughs> like you want to ask, like the, like they're going back to their timelines. Also, this changes like everything. Yeah. Like this is the whole butterfly <laughs> effect, mm-hmm. uh, effect for like everyone that's well, going. Well, it's probably back, gonna right? create different strands of timelines now. Right? Now, yeah. Now uh, Kang's got like so much. Shit, he's got to hang. Yeah, this is <laughs> even related to Kang. Like, Kang is still doing his thing, which is weird. Um, hey, he's got to jump into this because this is like some, <laughs> this is opening a lot of stuff for him. <laughs> Toby. <sighs> Serial killer Toby. Yeah. Do you want to touch on uh, the uh, Daredevil aspect of it and oh, yeah. how it t- kind of ties into Arrow a little bit? Oh, you, know? <laughs> oh, you mean Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just oh, called him my Arrow. God. Oh, my God. I called him Arrow. Although I say that scene where I said earlier was my favorite scene, but my favorite moment in this movie was when he caught the brick. Like, oh, man. <laughs> so smooth. Well, because it's not, you know, it's not a callback. It's not a reference. It's not a meta thing. Yep. It's just, it's, he fucking dared out. Well, that's what's <laughs> up. So do you think it's the same one from the Netflix show? Um, Most likely not. Probably not. I hope yeah, it is. I don't, I don't think they'll bring back any of that supporting cast. Yeah, that's and, too bad. Yeah. I mean, I can live without Foggy. <laughs> Karen, you want Karen back at all? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit indifferent on that. Uh, yeah, I want really. I want Bullseye back for sure. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, Bullseye, I, he would really fit in to this universe. Yeah, because he's an unknown, um, playing a villain, and mm-hmm. that's basically what MCU has done previously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the next one, Doctor Strange and the 
something something madness multiverse of madness <laughs> so that was supposed to come before this movie originally right yeah originally that was the plan and then you know and then so he's like no <laughs> nah <laughs> so he's like nah, nah bruh no no we're we're still making this movie <laughs> we're still released okay okay so that's why they're like reshooting so much right now I guess, I guess they have to. Well, they yeah. have been yeah. uh, for the past like three months. Yeah. It's all Doctor Strange reshoots. Yeah, it's massive reshoots too. It's like millions and millions of dollars they're going They're basically making this. two movies. <laughs> wow. How much... Um, so like, we didn't even touch on it, but it's like, it was a small little thing that happened, but like Wong is actually Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. <laughs> and like, how much will that play into the the next movie at all? So. I never, I um, actually, I never watched What If, so okay. Apparently, that plays a lot into the yeah. What if introduces evil Doctor Strange basically, mm. and it seems like he's the villain for the next one. Mm. But the way they the trailer cut together was like he doesn't recognize him, even though they met in What If. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel? Actually, I'm not gonna ask. What the end scene? The end scene. With the whole cafe thing, and he decides not to reveal to MJ, and then mm-hmm. it's really not that hard because they still remember Spider Man. Mm-hmm. They still they're still gonna remember helping Spider Man in Italy or France or whatever, and helping him on Statue of Liberty. He could just be like, "Yeah, that was me." No, it's I I took it as he was more protecting them. Like he he doesn't want to bring them in that world anymore and put them in danger. Yeah, it's, they're they're gonna change that. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Like, like the next movie. It's if there's be, like three more movies with it's, Tom it's Holland. One more movie. Just one. <laughs> no, they got to rebuild that whole narrative. That's not they, official. You know. <laughs> that's not official. Hmm. They want to do three more movies, but he's only scheduled for one more. Yeah, But, but that's I, how I took it as. Like, it's just he doesn't want to bring them into that world anymore. Like, he wants to protect them. So. Idiot. <laughs> now he's really alone. So they're going to like date Ned and MJ. <laughs> I don't think they're dating. They're yeah, they're hooking friends. up. They're hooking up in Boston, <laughs> MIT. They're hooking up. That apartment he goes into, how? It seemed very close and similar to the Spider-Man yeah. Two apartment. Yeah. So I felt like that guy was gonna show up. The uh, the well, guy they that they like, kind of where's the rent? <laughs> yeah. Well, the guy that whoever the landlord, you don't see him. He's like rent's due on the first. Don't be late. <laughs> <laughs> the weird girl with the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was hoping it's rent, rent. <laughs> Get your rent when I want it. <laughs> now, ranking the Spider-Man. So we both agree Andrew Garfield first. Yeah. Tom Holland second. Then Toby yeah. last. Yeah. Where to go with that? My God, what an emotional mo- movie though, man. I, would <laughs> I mean, I get what Martin Scorsese is saying, how these movies are throwaways, but they are. But I enjoy him. <laughs> <laughs> how can you not? <laughs> My goodness. I, I want to see this movie again. Like, I... <laughs> Did, I, going in, did you like look up all the leaks and did you know about most of the stuff that was going? Like, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I kept myself pretty blind to it. I expected most of it. I, I wasn't I, really that shocked. To were, be honest. were you shocked how much Andrew Garfield and Toby yeah, were in I, the movie? Though, yeah, yeah, because that that kind of shocked me because they were like pretty much almost half of the movie or, uh, or like a third of the movie. They came pretty late. They, they were came probably pretty in... late, but like they're, I thought it was going to be just like a cameo kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. No, so, they were in there for a good half hour. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. I was surprised like the villain or doc or green goblin was the villain. I was pretty, <laughs> that threw, threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? He's the main villain this whole thing. <laughs> but he nailed it. So he deserved it. 
Do you think they're going to bring uh, Harry Osborn in? Because that's why everybody yeah. keeps saying Harry Osborn yeah. is coming. But there's no Oscorp in this one, in this universe. But it could start now because, like, basically. By, by Harry Osborn? Yeah. Played by Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> and he's going to be dating uh, MJ? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Dune. Are we going to mix Dune and uh, this new universe together? Why not? All right. All right. That is it for this episode. Um, what I'm going to do next, I'm going to. I'm going. You're probably not going to be available, but uh, Christmas is around the corner. I'm going to probably do a solo episode of Die Hard. No, no, that no, no. <laughs> Home Alone. I don't. The action it, scenes in Home Alone. No, no. <laughs> I'm doing Batman Returns. Oh fuck. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, for anybody who knows me, like you know, I, I like watching depressing movies on Christmas, and Batman Returns is just is that fits that's the bill. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty sad. I like okay. it. I like being depressed on, okay. on Christmas. It's pretty. It's pretty sad. I enjoy it. But that does that. Ah, that does it for this episode, guys. Thanks for watching. Please rate, review, subscribe. Check out our YouTube channel. We've got videos coming down the pipe. Thanks for listening, and we will be back.